0: The Modern Esther podcast is designed for Christian women who God has called to a career. Our goal is to identify the modern Esther in all women and to leave you feeling empowered with the mission to glorify God in your vocation. Podcast. This is Danielle, and this week we are welcoming Amanda Harris from DC on FaceTime.
1: Hello. Let's hope we don't have any disconnections.
0: <laughs> I know we just got disconnected. I know we just got disconnected right before this. So we did ask Satan to leave in the name of Jesus Christ. So hopefully. Yeah. I'm confident that we will be good. I am too. If it's your first time listening, we um, we welcome you guys if you've been listening for a while. Thank you all so much. Um, we are just uh, blessed and we hope that you guys are blessed. Um, we just got finished uh, wrapping up our series of Deborah, and um, it's a really great series. I think that you guys should go back and listen to it if you haven't already And we decided to kind of do a breakout session. That's kind of what we like to do in between each little series. And this breakout session is called Canvas. And Amanda, why is it called Canvas?
1: Well, Danielle... (laughs) This, this is something that Danielle and I actually both really like doing, and that is these little art classes that you go to, um, where you try to mimic what the instructor is painting, yeah. um, and yours turns out looking nothing like what the instructor is <laughs> um, but the funny thing is, Danielle and I have never done this together, um, but we have on many occasions done them separately and sent each other our lovely results, but... Yeah. Essentially what you do, if, if you haven't been to one of these paint classes, is you go and the instructor guides you through the process of um, painting something beautiful, like fall trees, which are literally sitting over, um, I can see them in my peripheral vision, um, but my fall trees actually look more like fall bushes uh, than fall <laughs> trees, and it, it's, it's just kind of a funny thing, because you, you want to have the same uh, picture as, as the instructor is, is painting, um, but it doesn't turn out that way, uh, but I'm improving over time. I think maybe you said that, that you're doing, um, the same. Oh no, I
0: don't right. think I'm improving. No. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> no, not I think...
1: So this is, a, you know, improvement <laughs> is all, all relative.
0: Yeah, um, it's relative. I don't but... care as much. So I think that's, that's an improvement.
1: <laughs> I, I think though, maybe why I think I'm getting better is I'm letting go of, of mm-hmm. kind of, worrying about, uh, making sure my painting looks just like the instructor's, uh, campus because, you know, I'm just enjoying the process.
0: Yes. And, um, and that kind of got Amanda and I thinking, so we, we try to find little illustrations in everyday life that kind of relate back to what's going on with us spiritually. And when Amanda had said that, I was like, oh my gosh, I can't believe I've never connected that before because It says in Ephesians 2.10, and we're going to reference this a lot throughout uh, this podcast today, it says, for we are God's masterpiece. He has created us anew in Christ Jesus, so we can do good things he planned for us long ago. And I think that, um, you know, if you've grown up in the church, you've heard that you are God's masterpiece, and, you know, and you think you're going to go to this painting class and get a masterpiece because a professional is teaching you, but because, A non-professional or an amateur is painting it you that is you do not come out with a masterpiece right but in your mind in your mind you are thinking like this is you know this is going to look just like the instructors I'm going to follow every single bit of the instruction and it is going to look great and it looks absolutely nothing like it like it, it, it just comes back it looks completely like something different and I think sometimes in life when we have these plans for our life, we think, "Oh, I'm gonna do this after school. I'm gonna get married at this age. I'm gonna have this many kids, and then I'm gonna do this with my career. I'm gonna start a business, or I'm gonna work here and I'm gonna live here and I'm gonna own this town." You know, and it's just it, it comes to be like, "Well, did it turn or turn out the way that you thought it would?" And sometimes you can almost, if you didn't, you know, if it didn't turn out the way that you thought it would. You can come up with this question of, did Did I make it? Yeah. Go ahead, Amanda. Yeah. Did
1: did I make it in life? Uh, I think that was the question that you and I have asked ourselves many times over the years. Like when I walk into really anybody's house that they own, and I think the fact that I still am living in a 600 square foot apartment, um, which isn't that uncommon in the city, but You know, I've had this, like, dream of decorating a little house and, you know, putting things in a certain place. And I love decorating. Danielle and I both like doing that. Maybe it's because it's not artistic. <laughs> uh, and I and I think, man, like, I did it make in Life. And I know you have these, like, moments, too, where you you felt the same way.
0: Yeah. I mean, okay, so, I mean, for those of you guys who, who have this, you know, it's the first time listening, I went to grad school before – I you know, I went to dental school, so I'm in dental school now. So I am 30 years old in class with 22, 23, 24-year-olds, and that's okay. That's not as bad as I thought it was going to be. I've ended up making wonderful friends. God has been so uh, provisional in this process, and I've loved it. Except those moments that your professor walks in and it's someone you went to college with, And you kind of go, did I make it in my, like, this is not, like, I, I wrong. yeah, like, we were really good acquaintances, and, uh, you don't see, like, we should, you shouldn't be teaching me right now, and, you know, and then I see my other friends who stayed in, in our science careers, and they're, you know, they're applying for tenureship professors, or like Amanda said, you walk into some people's homes, and you're like, wow. Still not making much, you know. Clearly, I'm not making any money. I'm in debt now, and I think I'm that
1: a <laughs> renter. So, what'd you say? I'm still the renter, like I bought a <laughs> house, like that rent.
0: Yeah, and so you could just, you know, it becomes this joke. And I was just talking to my mom, and she's like, "Why are you laughing?" And I'm like, "I don't know. I feel like I maybe missed the special ingredient or something to get me like, you know, ahead." But like it says in Isaiah 64, 8, yet you, Lord, are our father. We are the clay. You are the potter. We are the work of your hands. And so I, I just started thinking, you know, if you think of your life kind of as an ingredient and, you know, understanding that you weren't the chef to begin with, you know, and it that question then becomes, you know, well, if if I'm not the chef and I don't necessarily you know, have control about how far I go, even, you know, if I try this hard, you know, then I think the second question, which is a sad question, and, you know, you really have to combat it, because it is, I think, you know, Satan wants you to believe, is you have to, I I hope that we don't ask this a lot, but is sometimes, I think, women fall into asking God, do you love me at all, you yeah, know?
1: I'm sure I definitely offend myself. Asking that question, which I think is, is not from God, because God has a lot of things to say about how he does love us.
0: Yeah. And, um, I mean, and you can keep, I mean, I mean, you can keep going on that if you.
1: Yeah. I, well, you and I talked about like all the different verses in the Bible about how we are loved um, by God as it says in Psalm 52, 8, but I am like an olive tree flourishing in the house of God. I trust in God's unfailing love forever and ever. Um, and in Romans eight thirty eight through 39, for I'm convinced that neither death nor life, neither angels nor demons, neither the present nor the future, nor any powers, neither height nor depth, nor anything else in our creation, in our creation, will be able to separate us from the love of God as in Christ Jesus, our Lord. Yeah. Uh, and th- those verses I think are really cool because it's not just like that God loves us, but it's nothing can separate us either. Um yeah it's just so much bigger than than being love. It's like we can't escape it. Um
0: Yes, I love that you said that because it actually says in first John four sixteen, God is love. Whoever lives in love lives in God and God in them. But it, it's almost as if, like, whoever lives it all, because all humans have this capacity to love something and love someone or love a dog or or any animal that they have. And they're not without love, you know, and or the capability to love. So, therefore, they have to understand that where that capacity comes from is the fact that God loved them first. You know, it actually does say because of his great love for us, we are able to love and first John 4.10, this is love, not that we love, but that he loved us. And okay. so understanding that for us to be able to love it all, right, God had to love us. And, and it's sad. And I hate that, you know, you can get kind of, I don't want to say depressed, but down and in the dumps about whatever life is handing at you and this plan, especially like if you're a planner, that it's just failing, you know. Um, yeah. So then, you know, especially when you're praying that the plan is going to succeed and God is closing those doors and it's like, don't you, don't, you know, don't you love me? Don't you want those plans to succeed? And God's like, I created love. Right. So the fact that you can even ask me about love means that I love you. Right. And that's just super humbling. I don't
1: know. You're right. It really is. It's, I think, you know, we want to tell God about our plans and then we get so frustrated when they don't work out. And I think God is just saying like, look, like I love you. Don't you think my plans are bigger than, um, than your plans and and the things that you think, you know, should be happening uh, in a certain time in a a certain way in a certain season or or Mm -hmm. whatever.
0: And then that kind of, you know, and then that kind of led Amanda and I to really ask is like, maybe that's not really the question that we meant to ask because growing up in the church and truly loving God with our whole heart, that's coming more out of a sinful desire, you know, our sin seeping through really maybe the question is not, do do you love us, God, but have you, do you remember us? Have you forgotten and I know Amanda, I believe you've asked that question before. I've asked that question. So, what is your process when you're asking God that question?
1: I mean, I think it's easy, you know, to feel that way. I think right now I'm in the middle like so many of us in the during the middle of wedding season and it's like here I go to another wedding by myself. <laughs> <laughs> this is wedding like 452 of the yeah. of the uh, lifetime and and it's 452
0: really, of the lifetime. Is that what you said?
1: Yeah, it really, is. I haven't counted, but I really don't think that that's that far off. Like, <laughs> we're approaching double digit bridesmaid. Like, I think that's yeah. where it would be. So, and, and it's beautiful and it's this like wonderful uh, thing that you're in the middle of, but it's easy when you're standing like in the middle of that uh, to feel forgotten. Right. Cause you're just this little uh, person, you know, among the group and and you're not sort of like, the focus right of these of these events yes. um and it's really it's really easy to think of yourself um as a sort of like imperfect isolated piece of the of the puzzle and and I don't think that's um true I I don't think that's the way god sees us right like god sees us uh as, as so much more and Um, I think you were talking about a really good example with the.
0: Well, I was. You know, it's actually funny too because I'm actually thinking of, um, you know, the one like a a flower that didn't bloom. So we were kind of talking about like these trees and these bushes, and so one of the 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 paintings that I painted was a cherry blossom, and for the you know the painting with the twist thing, the canvas, and one of the classes, and all the the way that I was actually introduced to cherry blossoms. Is for all of you older ladies out there, was the Disney movie Milan. Right. Right. And heard she, you know, she had just failed at becoming a, you know, what they thought society needed her to be. Right. As a perfect wife. And she said, you know, you'll always bring dishonor to your family. And so she goes into the garden, sits under the cherry blossom, and her dad looks at her. And points out this one bud on the tree Mm -hmm. and says, You remember this part?
1: Yeah, I do. Yeah,
0: and says, "Uh, Look, that one hasn't bloomed yet, but when it blooms, it'll be the most beautiful of them all. And I remember that just stuck with me. And I remember thinking that's such a biblical part. Because you may feel forgotten, you know, and you may feel like left out in whatever area of your life yeah, that is.
1: So many areas like you can substitute whatever yeah. season that you're in and whatever struggle you're facing. Really. Yeah,
0: but just like uh, the painting that they wanted us to do, I was brought back to Mulan because they told us don't paint them all the same put buds on there, put really big flowers on there because the whole picture is actually more beautiful with all of them at different stages. And so and it got me thinking like you know again that this uh, Matthew 6:28 verse, this lilies of the field and how they grow. And my, I remember my dad and I talking about this one time and my dad saying, I think Jesus loved lilies that that was his favorite flower because of this verse. And I thought that that was really sweet. And I think that it's really biblical to kind of look at lilies of the field and they don't grow at the same time. No wildflower does. And they all bloom at different times. But yet we try to live our life in this picture-perfect way at this picture-perfect time when all we're you know called to do is just serve Christ in the moment that we're living it. And Amanda, you brought up 1 Corinthians 12, uh, 12 through 14. You want to read it for us?
1: Yeah. uh, Just as a body, though one, has many parts, but all its many parts form one body. So it is with Christ. For we were all baptized by one spirit, so as to form one body, whether Jews or Gentiles, slave or free, and we were all given the one spirit to drink. Even so, the body is not made up of one part, but of many. Uh, I think that verse too, sometimes we can make it sound corny. Oh, like we all have this like piece to play, but if you really think about it and kind of the lily example or, you know, whatever sort of um, picture that you're painting in these art classes, that even if it's trees, they're always supposed to be looking differently or otherwise they don't even look real. You know, they yeah. don't even look like you would see in nature. And I think that um, when you really think about first Corinthians 12, 12, um, it is such a beautiful picture of the fact that our differences make us a stronger body of christ
0: yes and and even a stronger body of Christ throughout time, so kind of going back and comparing Deborah and Esther, we see that you know Deborah was this female judge, she was a prophetess. She was definitely a woman of authority. She ruled with kindness and love. And Esther, um, it kind of took her a while to kind of come into her own. She was obedient. You know, we see the strength of obedience in her. And then when God called her to arise, she arose. When God called Deborah to arise, she arose. And they were both obedient, just obedient in different ways. But esther could have never been a deborah and deborah could have never been an esther and yet god knew what he needed at exactly what time he needed to deliver his people you know in in two different ways but both delivered his people
1: and both came right on time
0: and Um, right on time yeah
1: yeah. it's kind of cool um I told Danielle the story, but I was, I was thinking about this, like as we went through, even from the Proverbs 31 or, you know, the very first mm-hmm. uh, podcast that you and Amy did uh, and sort of what these things would look like in the modern woman. Right. Because um, we focused on obviously parts of the Bible and what women looked like in the Bible. And so what does that look like now? And I was reminded in a very uh mm-hmm a place that you wouldn't expect to find the, the modern Esther. And that was at my doctor's office. Um, my doctor is this amazing woman and you feel the presence of God as soon mm-hmm. as you walk into her clinic. Um, when you check in to sign in for, uh, to like say you're there and give them your insurance card and all that, you get a little card, which I've been carrying around for the last couple of weeks. Um, yeah. And it has a verse Ephesians 3, 19, may you experience the love of Christ, though it is too great to understand fully. Mm -hmm. And then on the back, which I thought was so cool because Danielle and I talked about this on a previous um, podcast, but it says, if you want to be somebody, somebody really special, just be you. Mm -hmm. Um, And I thought like, how cool, she has devotionals in the waiting room. Uh, God's hand is just like all over her, her clinic. Um, And it's just a really shining example of how uh, her unique ability and her unique gifts um, in the medical field uh, not only can serve Christ in a way you would obviously think with, like, the medical profession, but also by the way that she runs her practice. And I thought about Danielle with this because I totally (laughs) expect uh, Danielle to do this one day in dentistry. And we all can't do it the same way, right? Like, Mm -hmm. I I don't work in a a position that I could do this in, but – I think it made me think how much we could appreciate and build up each other too, yeah. uh, in our unique gifts and our unique beauties and our unique stages in life that we, we are all in and worry less about, um, what we're supposed to look like and more about, um, how much we are loved and how special and unique we are.
0: Oh, I, I do it's, it's so incredible too, because, Um, I I was thinking like, I think about this all the time, like that I could never do your job, you know, like I was not even created to think your way. Um, and the amount of work you guys, you don't even understand the amount of work. Well, some of y'all might, some of y'all might understand the amount of work that Amanda puts in and that we all put in, but just that Amanda and I are best friends and yet so different, you know? And so, if we were in a field and we were two lilies, we could not be more different. My mom has always said this about <laughs> us. <laughs> it's
1: it's <laughs> funny, though, though that, um, and I think that's that's what's really cool about God is every once in a while people will use the same adjective to describe us or something, and that adjective means something really different in each <laughs> of us. And I think that's really cool, right? Yeah, like, I think we're both strong women. Um and I think that's the same way with, with Esther and Deborah. Deborah. When they yeah. had their strength. Um, but it means something and it looks a lot different in practice. And I yeah. think sometimes we get caught up in what it's supposed to look like. Um when really, you know, we're all uh, showing a very similar feature of, of Christ, just in a very different way.
0: Yeah. And that's the that's the beauty of the bouquet.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. Otherwise
1: the bouquet would be so boring.
0: It would be, it would be one flower and it'd be gross. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But I mean, Amanda and I, you know, just want to encourage you guys and, and, you know, I guess kind of an on closing note is to remember that um, you are his masterpiece, but in order to be a masterpiece, you have to be a moldable art for the Lord that he died on that cross to wipe all of our sins away so that we could present as a white canvas for him to draw on, paint on and perfect his image not ours we are simply the clay and we serve the ultimate potter Amanda do you want to pray us out this, this sure. Night? Yeah.
1: sure Father God um, we come to you today as blank canvases and we all start uh, fresh looking towards your will, your way, the picture that you have for our lives and all of the imperfections that that will mean, Lord. And we thank you that each of our lives will look different, but together we serve you and we serve one body. And we're so much more powerful together than we are apart. and We're so much uh, more beautiful together than we are apart. We just pray that uh, you build those strengths in each of us and each of the people who are listening um, and that we all encourage one another to, to build the strengths and to point out and uh, tell each other about the things that we see uh, in one another that are so beautiful and so perfectly designed and painted by you. Uh, Thank you so much for this opportunity and it's in your name we pray. Amen. Amen.
0: Thank you, Amanda, for joining us.
1: Me, it's yes. always,
0: we hope always, to see you on here more. Probably, <laughs> yeah, subtle hint, yeah, subtle, yeah, not so subtle. in. Oh yeah. no, I, I love it. Um, I love, I love you having, um, having you guys here. And actually, I just added to Amanda, uh, Amanda to our website. So if you haven't seen that yet, go check out the modern You can contact us on there or email us at the at email.com. Follow us on Facebook. Um, also, subscribe to us on iTunes and Stitcher. We are thrilled to um, see a bunch of new followers, and more. Just honored and blessed to get emails and hear about your all stories. It's amazing. Um, I I try to respond and get back as soon as possible, and um, to let you all know. I when you guys write, I do pray for you all individually by name, and so. I just um, I'm so excited to see what God is uh, doing in your all's life and so thank you again for listening Amanda good luck in DC I think she's out for a bachelorette party right this weekend is that what it is yeah the weddings never end (laughs) they never end so yeah yeah Yep. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) well we love you guys and uh thank you so much God bless.